0: If you are an estate or letting agent or someone who is interested in the property market, then this show is for you. This is the UK Property Market Stat Show with today's special guest, Ian McKenzie. Thanks for joining me today, Ian. Thank you for inviting Chris. Really pleased to be back. I think it's your third time back. You've obviously done a cracking job. Um, For those of you who have not watched the UK Property Market Stat Show, this is a stat show especially, for, as I said, for estate agents or letting agents, or anyone who has particular interest in the UK property market. The British are obsessed with with property, and that's why there's an awful lot of data out there talking about house prices and what's exactly happening. But actually, if you think about it, the whole sales process is from the first time the house comes on the market all the way through until the keys are handed over. And the land registry, the Halifax, and the nationwide stats show what's happening at the bottom end of the funnel, the houses that have actually sold. What we like to do in this show is look at the top end of the funnel, because if we can work out how many houses are coming onto the market, what price they're coming on the market at, how many of them are actually selling, what price they're selling for, whether they're being price reduced or not, what they're, as I said, selling, and and basically everything at the top end, we can actually work out what's going to be happening to all those stats that you all hang on, six or nine months before they actually happen. Today, I'm joined by Ian McKenzie, who is, and I say this every week, but big in the game. Ian is responsible, as one of his major jobs, is being the boss man of the Guild of Property Professionals, who are an affiliate group of over 800 independent estate agents, and he has his finger on the pulse of what's happening in the property market. He used to be a massive director for the countrywide network in the London and Southeast region. So he's an ex-estate agent as well. So he knows his onions. And he's here today to join me to to have a chat about the stats, what's happening in the property market, uh, so you can find out, you know, really what's happening. Now, just we, just before we kick off, in the last three weeks, we've had the best ever weeks for sales. And we've had some amazing stats on net sales, which is the number of sales less the house is falling through. So let's find out if the doomongers are all right and it's all end of the world or the property market is doing OK. Shall we dive in here? Beat first, let's go for it. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it now. As always, boys and girls, we always so just confirm you should have some yellow graphs on there. Is that correct, mate? Yeah. 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 Beautiful. So we always start off with the so just so you're aware, the show is as follows: first twenty minutes talks about the national picture. We'll spend ten or fifteen minutes talking about the regional stats, and then we'll deep dive into a city in the UK. I think it is a city, and it is a very very famous city that was made famous for a certain Doctor Foster. But uh, if you can work out who it is, Brandy points on that one. So back we go. So we're starting off with new instructions. And the first thing we're doing is looking at this week. This is week 13. For those of you this week, this year's 2023, week 13 is Monday, the 27th of March to Sunday, the 2nd of April. And. they're all the pretty same i mean obviously 2020 was was we're we're just about hitting the covid year the the week aren't we in 2020 now so listings were down much to say on this one mate just a good robust set of figures isn't it really i mean it's it's following
1: the trend it's there or thereabouts nothing really exciting to report either way it looks
0: pretty strong pretty good i mean to give you an idea uh this is the very best week for listings um all year with as i said 34,549 last week 33.9 week before 33.8 week before 34 week before 34.4 so we you know and it has been pretty steady i find it fascinating that this remains you know whatever's happening in the uk property market to the millions of people that are living there and the different scenarios that you can really put you know in terms of the number of houses that are on the market each week you know the minimum has been 32,200 and the maximum is this week at 34,500 you would expect that to be all over the place Ian why do you think that there's almost like a natural cadence on the number of properties for sale or was that just one of those things that none of us knows I think that um so if you go back to the global financial crisis
1: in 2007 um transactional volume dropped off of a cliff and it went down to what was it circa 700, 750, I'm going from memory now, 750,000 completions that took place that year. And that, in my mind, and the evidence showed is that people that had to move, you've got discretionary moves, and you've got non-discretionary moves. And the non-discretionary moves, what does that mean? People that have to move house. And so the line that's in the sand from the UK perspective, based upon evidence and fact and data, is that 750,000 people need to move. Anything above that is people that want to move. And I think what this is showing is that, yes, we've had the Ukraine war, which is going on and it needs to end. And yes, we've had the uh, cost of living crisis. And yes, we've had trust and We've had all of those things. But mankind, humankind, um, just accepts things and moves on. And people's circumstances are that they want to move, they need to move. And that's what this figure represents. It just It's normalising. People are normalising the situation that we're in and they're just getting on with
0: it. Indeed, and if, and then boys and girls in the state agency ran 2017, 18 and nineteen were the post Brexit years. Yeah, and again things were kind of on hold. So I think you know what we've had in the last couple of years in twenty one and twenty two were just the extra froth. You Correct. can't use those years as base years. Those are exceptional years. Yeah, I'd argue on. that the, the the last normal
1: years that we had in the housing market were probably fourteen and fifteen, which is when there was. Stability in
0: government, no Brexit, etc. Interesting. Right, let's have a look. This is the average price of a property coming on the market this week. It stands at 420,000. Last week, 424 the week before, 427, 430 the week before, 419 the week before, and 422 the week before that. There seems to be a pretty much steadiness in terms of the last four weeks, last five weeks. And again, comparing 23 against the same 13 week again you would expect house prices you know if house prices rise then asking prices by definition rise as well don't they because yes, correct okay um moving on to the cumulative listings here today and i think this is a fascinating stat because it's all very good looking at the week on week figures why don't we actually do a, 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 a starting from first of Jan, and again looking at the, the stats again for those of you that you know the the reason you know just to give you an idea the number of properties that were on the market in 2007 versus what was on the market at the start of 2008 across the uk doubled and basically a greater supply of properties demand was diminished because people weren't able to borrow money so much that's why prices came down because great demand and supply so therefore, we as estate agents need a decent amount of supply and also homeowners and home buyers want a decent amount of supply. So they've got something to choose from. That that's, it needs to be Goldilocks, not too low, not too high. Again, moving quite nicely there, 407, don't you think? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I was, um, I'm straight from the coalface this morning, seeing
1: a brilliant firm in Portsmouth, Bernard's. Uh, five branch firm in the guild and they've talked about the their available stock having very nearly doubled in the last six months um and we talked about what's your vendor strategy what's how are you looking after your customers um what's the vendor's expectations you know talking about individual strategies for individual cases and i, I know we're talking at the macro level here but the yes. individual sellers listening to this don't care about the macro. macro they just care about themselves quite rightly so Um, So there is just a watch out in terms of more available stock because listing to sell ratios over the last two years have changed. And we've got to remember in this industry is that we've got people. There was an expression that was used in this meeting, which is get let's get back to basics. And the challenge that I called called was what are basics? What are the basics to you as a person that has been in the industry for 35 years versus a person that has been in the industry for 35 months? Because they're two different two different things
0: it's interesting i was talking to a value from the northeast today who um has been in the business three years and he said i i was basically parachuted in um and almost being an order taker and he didn't say it in a derogatory way and now he's had to pivot and i think there's an awful lot of you guys who are in your 20s who've only known this sort of market because yeah. you know now it's a bit tougher you know you've you've now got to work for you you know listings are a little bit easier to come by but are you overvaluing them? And also, are you actually getting them bloody things sold? It is interesting. What I've been noticing is, is that is, um, if you are looking at your own property market, there isn't just one property market. There's lots of micro markets. And, yeah. this, um, and I think the magic thing as an estate agent you should be doing is each week or each month looking at how many semis have come on the market, how many are for sale, how many are sold. Also, detached and terraced. Ter- you could split that down into two-bed terraced, three-bedroom terraced, because there are some micro markets where there is too much supply and not enough demand. And there are other markets like bungalows, which I, I'm making generalization, but it is tends to be the case where it's the other way around. And your job as an estate agent isn't just to say, go on the market and have a or, or right move and super and look at the comps is right. What's happening to this marketplace? Where do I need to be? Because if there's too many two bedroom terraced houses, the world don't need another overpriced one. And it, sometimes it's worth walking away, isn't it?
1: i, I would, i've made that in my notes today is that now is the time to walk away from the wrong valuation at the wrong price with the wrong fee
0: well, I, I was always told that this i i'm sure it has a name but there's a triangle and yeah. at one end of the triangle is fee one is the other one one of the other ends is a vendor motivation and the other yeah. one is asking price and boys and girls in the state agency land if you have not got two of those walk away so you either need great mental motivation and a decent fee don't worry about the price because the motivation will bring it down and if you work it all around all of them will work out that you win but if you only got one of the three please walk away because right. you're not doing yourself any good and we're going to look at some stats in with the, with the dr foster wherever he uh, went to and we're going to be looking comparing the different estate agents in gloucester so this is the back to the national stats ian we yeah. uh, we are comparing 23 against 17, 18, and 19 because 20, 20 was a COVID year. 21, 22 were exceptional years. And, again, the number of sales, uh, sorry listings is working quite well. If you're wondering what those, those dips on the blues and the yellows are, those are when Easter took place. Uh-huh. Okay? So, in Easter, the numbers got dropped down. So, don't be surprised next week if the show shows a drop in figures, boys and girls, because it's Easter and you've got less days working you're all eating your easter eggs you're not putting houses on the market you're not clicking the word sold so don't don't worry about that again it's just going quite nicely there isn't it listings wise nothing too high nothing too low it, it's a bit- uh, uh, you talked about um the the, the
1: doom mongers and looking at the top end of the funnel and i've got sort of got a view on that as per usual which is so i think that the housing market is the perfect housing market I think it's the perfect housing market for a good agent that knows what they're about and knows how to manage expectation of their customers. The reason that people are not feeling so good about it is that the cash flow has been affected by Trustonomics because we saw a load of fall throughs at the back end of last year. First quarter is always pretty shit for cash flow anyway. Um, But but this show is to talk about the activity and the activity is actually really very robust.
0: Indeed, I'm hearing a lawful lot of agents are finding cash flow a little bit hard at the moment. So my thoughts go out to you on that one. Um, let's move on. Let's get back and go back to the stats. Okay, so uh, we're now moving on to um, price changes, um, okay. and we start off with a number of price changes. Nineteen thousand. Again, the stock levels are higher. That works out on a running national average of about price changes on about seven and a half to eight percent of your stock monthly monthly yeah do you think that's enough um
1: it's very easy to standardize price reductions so to say so the answer the straight answer is no I think that you should if you were going to set some metrics it should be 10 percent of your stock by a certain percentage Um that's what I would be that's what I would be working towards but and you talked a moment ago and we will go and meet Dr Foster in a moment but actually when you look at the your town you need to be a little bit more um precise than just having a headline number that you're trying to chase it needs to be the right advice to the right customer and i have concerns around price reductions because they're averaging at 5% and it's almost as if agents are in my day getting their abacus out in in the in the 90s and, and noughties, getting their calculator out and nowadays just looking at a data graph and showing, well, let's just reduce it by 5%. And my concern is that if you've overvalued the property in the first instance, you're talking about a 60 day cycle to get it down to the price that it should have been when you first put it onto the the market. And it might not be the best advice to the customer because you're chasing shadows. So I I just think that agents should really review their vendor um, strategy and their marketing strategy. I don't like calling it price reductions because that sounds sinister. I like to call it a marketing strategy to obtain the result that the customer needs.
0: Price realignment. Will we'll we'll you yes. like that? Now then, uh, let's go back. Now this, this, this is if there's a figure that's sticking out like a sore thumb, the average value of a property. Now remember, this is the uh, this is the average price of the property before it was reduced. We're not looking at the percentage of the reduction. We're just seeing what price range now for the last for the last three or four well here we go in week six the average price for a property being reduced 396 then we'll go on 396 395 396 393 391 402 512 okay so we've got some of the big boy estate agents and big girls yeah all all london agents we'll get to find out which ones they are in a second they, they're doing some hefty reductions there on the bigger stock. Yeah. And um, but by the
1: definition of averages, the, the 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 larger a percentage of larger stock that reduces skews the figures, doesn't it?
0: It does. But that is a massive drop when you consider those you could hardly put a fag paper between the two of them. Indeed. Now let's let's go on and talk about gross sales and gross sales. Now, this is getting a bit boring now, but last week was the best week since september the week before that was the best week since september the week before that was the best week since september and the best week before that was the best week before september okay, okay? i mean okay. let me just show you let me just show you the 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 the, the magical uh, spreadsheet uh, and you should be able to see it now okay yep. green is good and uh red is bad okay so we'll just we'll just so i'll just move that let me just do that we'll take that down to 75 percent. here we go we'll just move that out so there you go boys and girls you can quite clearly see across the top what week we are talking about and then across the top we have got you know national new instructions the price not price change we've gone to we've now gone to of the contract and 24,819 and the average price of a property sold 362, mm. which again, if you actually look at this graph here, it has been pretty level that, that the average price has been 356,000 mm. pounds. Again, that's not to say prices going up or down. We don't talk about house prices on this on this no. show unless we have specific data. Yeah. Of other people out there that, that profess to know more about that, but that is you know, it just shows that the you know, that there's confidence in the market. What, why do you think the people are out there pouring petrol on the fire of the doom mongers? And I know, let's be frank, boys and girls, this could this is a house of cards, this could all fall down if something awful happened in the world and all the sales fall through. But at the end of the day, you need to sell the bloody things to get them sold and exchanged.
1: Yeah, I just I just think the point I made before is that the the people are resilient and they just get on with things and they understand that life goes on and they need to to do what they need to do. So um, I th- for me, if, if you'd have asked me in January, describe the year in quarters based upon the weather, I'd have said the first quarter is going to have dark clouds, second quarter will have grey clouds and the sun might come out in the third quarter and the fourth quarter should be okay. But actually, I, I think that I'd shift that opinion now, which is, the first quarter um, is is grey clouds, relatively speaking, and that's only, that's only because of the size of the pipelines that the agents went into the first quarter with. But activity, I think the sun's going to come out, in fairness. I th- in the, in the um, second quarter of this year, I think the market's going to be relatively robust. Like you say, there are things that can change, but where it stands
0: now is uh, a good place. I mean, to give you an idea, and we're going to come on and talk about this, but the average fall-through rate, in the quarter four was 38.1 percent that's that's yeah. the number of fall throughs compared to uh, gross sales which we'll go on to a little bit in a second but you know this week we are I mean well you're going to find out in a second but uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised yeah. so gross sales going quite nicely the average price of a property sold Ian um yeah. it's still Belligerently hanging around that 362 mark last week, 361, week before 358, 358, week before 349, 351. So there is still a 16% difference between the average price of a property coming on the market around 430, 420, and what they're selling it for around 358. So again, that just shows that the bigger stuff has a less of a chance of selling, doesn't it?
1: Yes, at the at the macro. Um, and again, what agents need to do: guild members get on and use the insight. Chris, I know that you're a big fan of insight, and you haven't mentioned it this time. I will um, do. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, as, no, and quite rightly so. Um, you need to understand your local marketplace, and if you've got a mar- if you've got a growth strategy for your business, go and target the right stock that you that you need to get. Go to the right roads go to the right areas and go and list or go and go and spend your money prospecting the air, the houses and the types of property that you need that know that's going to get the right result
0: i mean in our day Ian, when you had hair and i was slim um yeah. we used to target particular main roads because that was where the eyeballs are now you have so much data at your fingertips you can target particular house types and see what market's moving and what isn't um you know Use this technology to your advantage before the chat GPTs take over this world and the robots take over this world, and then we'll all be out of a job. And, and when you're registering applicants,
1: listen to what it is that they're saying and actually start to capture that data. There's nothing better than listening to the consumer. Um, and I think that is the, one of the downsides of data is that data doesn't care about your feelings. Um, whereas when you're buying a house, you really do care about your feelings. So go and find out what's really motivating the, the customers from a buyer's perspective. And I know we always put the focus on sellers. We do. But in a transitional marketplace, going back to basics, going back to the 80s and 90s when the, the market was shit. Sorry to swear. You really had to nurture your um, your customers, your applicants in a way that, that increased your ratios.
0: And that's the market that we're in today. Back to basics, as you say. But as you say, what are the basics? Boys and girls, listen to Ian because he knows he's onions. Cumulative gross sales year to date. So we, everyone was started off, and again the gross sales that that was quite a way behind the seventeen and eighteen, and now we've now taken overtaken the last few weeks seventeen, and I think the way we're going at the moment, looking at the stats, and we'll come on to look at this in a second, we'll soon be taking over eighteen very soon.
1: And, and that
0: because we've we've been, we've been uh, what uh, pulling the gap back. This is the number of gross sales based on a week by week basis, again comparing 17, 18, and 19. And again, it's looking really good. The dips again are more of your Easter breaks. So don't worry. So we're going to go through a little bit of an ups and downs. And again, don't forget, boys and girls, we have got more bank holidays in May than you can shake a stick at. So that is going to skew the figures up slightly. Okay. But you can
1: see that's an upward trajectory. You
0: know, that's a a positive graph. Hence why we said it's, it is the best week since September. Yeah. Right, moving on, falling throughs. Now, uh, again, for those of people that don't watch, uh, who aren't estate agents, sorry, um, when a sale gets agreed, it goes into an estate agent's pipeline. And you know, if you're selling 10 houses a month, you probably will have 30 or 40 sales in the pipeline bubbling away because it takes on average about 19 weeks for a property to sell between an offer being agreed and handing the keys over. If during that week, a couple of houses fall through, that is what's called a sales fall through. The average number of sales that fall through out of the whole last seven years is 5,000, not just for week 13, but for the, for the whole seven years is 5,229. Again, fall throughs, we've just had a slight uplift on there, 5,068 compared to 4.8 last week, 4.9 the week before and 5,000. So again, bubbling along there, it's awful when it does fall through. But what is interesting is this is is that that then follows on through to net sales. Okay. Now, um, we're going to come on and talk about the percentage of fall throughs in a second because there's some amazing stats there, which is good news for the property market. Again, there was an awful, if you recall, there was an awful lot of properties that fell through uh, this week because of COVID. So that's why that figure is so low. But again, comparing 2023 to 17, 18, and 19. Not bad, eh, mate? It's really
1: good. And it, it does
0: make sense if you
1: think about it because the buyers that we have today have... Um, those that need mortgages have got mortgages. They've, they've gone through their MMR process. that they, that they, They've checked the affordability. They know what interest rate they're going to sign up to if they're going for a fixed-rate mortgage. So they're, they're making decisions based upon the world that we live in today. And that's my point of just getting on with it. I
0: mean, it's, it's interesting that the, the mortgage rates the average mortgage rates that are being offered today are the same that they were two weeks before the trust budget that is and the other thing that's really interesting
1: about so the bank when the bank of england put the base rate up due to the surprise increase in inflation the very next day fixed rate mortgages dropped so lenders have geared into their swap rate they understand they know what the market is they're still feeling very confident about lending
0: money and again boys and girls you as estate agents if all you're doing is looking at your comparables and going out and putting houses on the market, then I'm sorry you just glorified a step you' glorified double grazing salesman and you're selling a commodity. you are a trusted advisor and you yeah. should know this stuff like swap rates. and if you don't, this is this new website, take this down, in. it's called g o o g l e okay all right? okay and basically you ask what is a swap rate and it will tell you and you can go into the uh, person homeowner's home and you can actually say well you know why have interest rates gone down because the swap rates have changed well what's a swap rate well a swap rate is and off you go but if you don't know these things and i'm sorry you're just a glorified salesman who could you might as well go and sell double grazing salesman was it wrong with double grazing salesman but at the end of the day we are very good job the magic thing is this we are property professionals we are not salespeople. correct right cumulative net sales year to date now we are presently on 211,867. eight yeah. hundred sixty-seven. That is, a, We are comparing it against the average of 17, 18, and 19. Three or four weeks ago, that was in the late 80s.
1: Right. That's a really good trend, isn't it?
0: So, it, so therefore, 23 is slowly catching up the average of 17, 18, and 19 on the relevant week to date, year to date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it
1: is the exchange ratio, and I know you don't look at the bottom of the funnel, but the exchange ratio first quarter will sh- would show an annualised run rate of, of a 20% reduction over last year. Um, but that, as I said, is due to the fall throughs in the last quarter that you referred to earlier. Uh, I'm pretty confident that we're going to get up to the million, the million mark from a transactional basis for this year. It's just a good market. Um, but what that means in the... Um, month by month is that we've got some catching up to do based upon the previous run rate which means that there's going to be some really good activity so it's a great market for a
0: good agent and obviously you've got to battle through this um through this cash flow issue which again my thoughts go out with you uh, and look at it it shocks me how many estate agents are bailing out on marketing when it's the marketing that's going to get them the business and get them out of it and, it, and but that's the problem with the state agency is, is that the stuff you spend now won't get you the money for nine to 12 months, if not more. And it's really hard work to play the long game. Let's yeah, just, whiz, let's just whiz through some other stats, which I know some people are interested in. Gross sales as a percentage of listings is a good judge. And again, look, gross sales. As a percentage of listings listings is good but sales is even better so the seven-year weekly average is 76 percent. we're at 71 which is better than 17 18 and 19. just keep shout up jump in if you've got anything to say on that i'll go to the next one yeah. sale fall throughs we're presently at 20.42 to give you an idea so the average okay the average over the, hold on a second Don't we just get the the magical thing out okay the average since the week 2 it's been 21.4 let's just go back the average for q4 38.19 wow. so half as many houses are falling
1: through which is great and i i would suspect that i mean you, you really need to get in to understand the reasons behind the fall is, but i would be pretty certain that we're back to the, the age-old problem that we've always had which is people not being able to find the onward ha- sale to move to
0: okay hey and then estate agents could probably go and find that property for that vendor wow that would be fantastic wouldn't it if any estate uh, yeah. yeah i mean why why would you think of doing that Cracky? I, I don't know mate you know it's, it's called it's called good old-fashioned estate agency back to basics now um boys and girls uh, all these graphs are available and we're just about to jump onto the spreadsheet but I've done this the 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 screen dumps for you so you can download these and use them for your own personal use but they are not to be used on social media without express permission of myself to be honest with you I wouldn't be using them on social media simply because who the hell would want to look at something like this right so let's let's go and have a look. At uh the stats and let's go and look at the regional figures and then we will go to if you haven't guessed it already. Well, no, let, let's keep them guessing, but you but I think Dr. Foster is waiting for us. Okay, so the magic thing is this, boys and girls, we're not gonna spend too long on this. Green is good, red is bad. Okay, so it looks like the East Midlands is doing quite well there, mate, doesn't it? Yep, yeah, good agents, good agents in the Midlands. Okay, East of England, so that's your Norfolk and yeah. Suffolk. again, looking quite well there going green is good red is bad inner london um we talked about and again we said that that we said we thought some of that uplift could be london but again here we go we've got inner london prices it could be that could a london does skew the market it's amazing when you take out inner london what what happens to the figures but again just have a look let's not go into too much detail i want to get ourselves off to gloucester oh dropped Mm -hmm. myself in it there but again, you can download all of these on the, the YouTube, you go to the YouTube description, they're all there. Yeah. Northwest, again, green's good. Yeah. Outer London doing quite well there. It uh, looks like new instructions is, but again, not much. I mean, again, it's all quite tight and close. So mm-hmm. really to, to Scotland seems to be doing well. Southeast, again, the Southeast does power the market a lot. Again, yeah. lots of greens there. That's what we like to see. Southwestern Wales, again, it's all greens, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it is. Yes. Looks really encouraging. Uh, West Midlands and Yorkshire, again, all greens. So, mm. I mean, it, you know, it, it's all looking pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, we, I have screen dumped these, but again, we're not going to spend too much here. But again, the, um, we, we're just looking at the ratios, comparing. Um, not much change, But again, this is more for the really geeky geeks people. Well, you can download these and look at these to your heart's content. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to just talk about here. We've done the cumulative stats, so I think what I think what we need to do, mate, is go to Gloucester. Is that okay? Absolutely. Well, anything to say on the regions before we go there?
1: I think just um, the color coding: green is good and red is bad. Just goes to show, prove the point. People have accepted the market that we're in, um, and as I said, that the market is arguably the best market that you can get. It's just the right side of the line from a tough marketplace, a good agency, the right valuing process, um, use data to price. Don't Please don't use the, the lines of, I think your home is worth. Please use lines while the data is indicating that your home is worth. And um, think about your vendor strategy because uh, 60% of homes are selling with the second agent already according to uh, Right Move. So if you do win an instruction, you've got to make sure that you've got a
0: strategy to retain it. But stop right then so we are now going to the beautiful city of gloucester so you should be able to see the 20ea insights platform. can you see that i can indeed on me so boys and girls all the data for today has been produced by 20ea through their insights platform um they give access give access to me and in return i give it to you lot if you wanted this sort of data on your town you too can buy 20ea insights um, and please don't mention my name because I don't get kickbacks here, do I? Bloody yes, should do. But never <laughs> you mind. Definitely should, you definitely should do, but you definitely don't. Definitely don't. So it's a, whether you buy this or not is entirely up to you. There are other platforms available to give this sort of information. And if you are a platform out there and you think your platform is better than this, then send it to me and I might use it. Okay. Right then, Gloucester. Now, there's some amazing stats here, in that I want to share with you uh and we're gonna kick off and we're gonna look at market share because you know what a stage it's like they really get turned on by market share yeah. now this is i've i it's very very rare but let's just have a quick look the property center look at their market share for the last two and a bit years yeah and it is more than it's nearly triple numbers two and three i mean yeah. that's unheard of isn't it uh, it's
1: it's not unheard of but it's unusual because it's usually a very competitive marketplace with and um, that's that's tightly fought i don't know the property center intimately i don't know their setup. i don't know br- branch numbers etc i mean it um for me it's about always...
0: seven or eight branches mainly in gloucester a few in south a couple bit north but mainly in gloucester uh, okay. i did have the pleasure of interviewing one of their directors when they'd had a few large shandies at the mm-hmm. Estes and and I had a word with their their team on the table and they seem really nice people. Yeah, yeah really nice. I mean, is,
1: there's um, at, at Countrywide days, we always used to talk about what's the power performance. So if you've got, um, and it might well be that their power performance is also significantly good. Um, but so you have to put relativity. So the Guild member there is Steve Gooch, great company, doing very well, one branch firm. If you were to look at their performance versus the property center how does it compare with number of staff number of offices etc so that that's always just when you're looking at macro data that's the thing to always take into consideration but what you
0: would say is clearly
1: the property center are doing something
0: right they certainly are and again the the insights platform allows you so this is new instructions yeah. uh, we can have a quick look um and and that that works particularly well um let us move on and look at um this is stock levels if memory serves you well. So yeah. you can see that their stock their percentage of stock levels has been moving quite nicely along. Yeah. Um and again, you know, Murdoch and Wosley. Again, now what is particularly interesting with Murdoch and Wosley is this is they only started their agency, Ian, in the in lockdown one. Okay. So by the end of lockdown, by, by the end of 2020, these guys here, and, and Luke Murdoch, spoken to him in the past, lovely bloke. Right. I mean, to be at 7% market share in a city within a year is good going, and then he's been bubbling up right. quite nicely. Right. Um, and, You know, really nice guys. I've not met Matthew Worsley himself, but as I said, Luke Murdoch comes across as a nice lad when I've spoken to him on the phone. Um, and interestingly... They don't use Zupra, they just put everything on right move, big on Facebook Reels. Everybody has a big social presence. Maybe something for you to learn, boys and girls, moving forward.
1: Yeah. Well, just, well done. Many congratulations. So well done for backing yourselves at a difficult time. And
0: congratulations for the results so far. Indeed. Um, we now move on and talk about my favorite screen, which is the mm. um, and there's a lot of data here but yep. I think the magic, th- this is the magic. I'm not necessarily concerned on new instructions because we've talked about new instructions in the past. What I'm concerned, is, what I what I love about this, this particular graph here, and it does wind an awful lot of people up, but I think simply fact is this, it's all very good putting it in at the top of the funnel. If a property leaves an estate agent, it's either exchanged or withdrawn, isn't it? That's a simple right. fact, okay? Yeah. So therefore... The number of properties that have left the property centre in the last 12 months is 734 plus 191. That's, yeah. that's what's left their books. That yeah. is what this Insight platform using the Omni Competitive Landscape. Uh, uh, and again, this is a bit of a geeky heaven, but, but stay with me, boys and girls, on this one. So 79.35% of the houses that they have left their agency, they've exchanged contracts on. And 20 have been withdrawn, which means for every 100 houses they've got on the market, they've exchanged on 79.35. Now, look at the average. The city average is 65.38. Now, normally, the big agent has one of the lowest in the top 10 figures. That obviously shows the property centre have done really well there, haven't they? Yeah. And so if you're a rival of
1: them, you need to do some analysis of what it is that they're doing. So do they have a sales chaser? What are they? Are they instructing solicitors at time of instruction? That's one of the things. Absolutely categorically, I would be doing in this marketplace today, is I would be on every valuation. I'd be doing a cost of moving uh, exercise. I'd go through with every seller what the conveyancing cost is, what the survey cost is, what my what my fee is. You can merge it into that, and I would be getting every single instruction instruction new to them in the market to instruct their conveyancer.
0: So I mean, are they,
1: are they doing that? You know, there's lots of things that you can do to twist the dial that keep your sales. But it's it's the supply of with, with marginal gains. It's not doing one thing 100% better. It's doing 100 things 1%
0: better. All the little touch, t- touches along the way that can help. I mean, we're just having a quick look here. Purple Bricks at 74, EXP at 74, Moves at 68, CJ whole 69. Notice yeah. that there's not actually that many corporates. In yeah, Glasgow, that's interesting isn't there um you know I mean, andrews are kind of they're not a corporate they say they're not a corporate and i must admit um carl howard who is their new ceo is a fantastic insightful man i think watch this space boys and girls he's going somewhere with andrews if they if they if they let him give him a, enough rope to to that i think he's going so i like him but again, there's no big corporate. I can't see any big corporates there. And I, I think Taylors might be. I think. Don't know. I, I need to check on that one. There's but, this Taylors. Yeah, number nine. Taylors. Yeah, but I don't know if it's the Taylors that are country. Oh, okay. Connell sequence Taylors. I must check that out. CJ Hole. I think they are part of the property franchise group. So they'll be a Correct. franchise operation. But again, boys and girls, you know, let's just come back to this. If you are you know, an agent at, in the 70s and your competitors is 64, then... Then yes, that might be a 10% difference on that, but proportionally it could that's more like a 15 to 20 percent proportional. So when yeah. you're sitting down with Mrs. Miggins at the property, you can actually say, Well, you've got a 15 to 20 percent greater chance of selling your house. This is where the power of data is. We're all guilty of and this is what I teach my clients is we're all guilty of trying to prove that we're worth the money. Well, the mm. data's out there. Mm. Yeah, and you can also
1: from this, you can you can predict an agent's strategy so if you look at um, murdoch and weasley their 40 percent price change ratio i would bet bet my mortgage that they're buying the instruction at time of valuation they're going in and they're valuing higher now i don't know if that is actually the case well we've got some data on that should
0: we go and have a look yeah okay so here we go so again, this is uh, Gloucester. So again, all the data comes from 20 EA insights. You've got an issue with the data. Do contact them directly. Um, but this is the but all the big boys use them, and their the parent company 20CI are used by some of the biggest firms in the world. Okay, so what we've got here is um, and again, for those apologies if anyone that's watched this before gets it, but some people haven't. What they do is this: for every property that you put on the market, they will they have an automated valuation model figure price for that house. I know, you know, there's there's always issues with AVM models, but if if the same models going at the same houses, we're all gonna have the same issues, aren't they? And and what they do is this: they look at what the property came on the market for versus what they think it's worth. And as you can see here, the property centre 2.9% over the asking over over what they think it was worth. Right. And Murdoch's two. You said oh, Murdoch's buying it in. Yeah, well, potentially. I mean, again, you know, you've got Taylor Wimper here, but again, that is a modern house. So that they're, they're brand new, so we can ignore those. But there's nothing silly there, is there? There's not six no. percent. And, and so it therefore could be that their strategy
1: is to create a lean price and go for offers over, which is a perfectly legitimate strategy. So long as they're communicating it with their customers and they know what they're getting, you know, what, what they're delivering,
0: you know, that, that will work for them. And then the price achieved—that's the percentage of from the original asking price versus what they actually sold it for. Again, things yeah. have been slightly over asking price in the last twelve months. If we go back twelve months, yeah. Um, and again, we've got some slightly positive figures here. But again, percentages are percentages. So what they then actually do is then apply that to a standard three hundred thousand pound house. So yeah. therefore, if a, if if The property centre had an average 300 grand house in Gloucester. They would sell it for 311. Murdoch's 309. Michael Tuck's 307. Far and far 301. Andrew's 38. Steve Gooch, 308. 307 for Naylor Powell. Thomas and Thomas, 308. And Taylor's, 312. And again, there's some other stuff in there that you can see, which again, all the other agents in Gloucester, you can have a look at yourself. Um again just fascinating data that you can use on the doorstep yeah let's move on and talk about how quick agents take to sell a house and you suggested mm. how quick do agents sell well interestingly you will notice that andrews down here that they are selling houses within 58 days so just a little bit longer there so again mm. if you're up against someone who says well i need to be in quickly then it looks like thomas and thomas and michael took are your boys and girls aren't they mm. yeah interesting yeah isn't it? Again, the the power is in the data. Let's go and look at lettings before we go. Is that all right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, lovely. So again, as I would expect, open rent, which I learned a lot of private landlords use, are number one. Uh, Last week in Oxford, it wasn't number one, it was number four, which is quite unique. Uh, Property centre, again, this is wonderful to see, not for the others, but normally if you're a damn good estate agent, your lettings agent is sadly lacking. They're doing all right, aren't they? Yeah, that's a strong set of figures. And it used to be the lettings was the uh,
1: either the in the back office or upstairs, didn't it? But now it's the mainstay of uh, of many many organisations. And and it's about finding the synergy and the relationship between um, not thinking about customers as, as individual entities, putting the person at the centre of it, and saying that Chris Watkins might be selling his home, but is he also a landlord? Is he a mortgage customer? You know, just looking at the opportunities that each customer can deliver to your business.
0: Fantastic. I mean, again, we just I mean, there looks like an, a, a nice even mix, but just nice to see that uh, property centre. I mean, obviously Murdoch's um, they went in the state agency, so they're not going to have a big lettings book far and far who were number three, number four in the in the town for sales. They're up there as well. Great to see CJT lettings uh, with Anne Carrad uh, and her team. Um, mm. um, yeah, just 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 nice to see some figures. Let's just see if we've got any more figures before before we finish um this just talks about their growth of new instructions but again I think you've got to be slightly careful because agents have been holding back with their new instructions but it looks like the move sales are doing quite well and the property center again nice to see that they are growing yeah. but unfortunately far and far and Martinico seem to be slipping back there on their lettings but again it's very difficult on lettings to judge a, a portfolio because agent, yeah. a lot of agent landlords are sorry lot of tenants are sitting put and not moving Therefore, the property's not coming on for rent. It's yeah. not coming on for rent. It won't show any figures. And also, an awful lot of the letting agents are not even putting them on the website because they know they'll have 20, 60 people and they've probably already got someone for it. So um, interesting times. Um, uh, Boys and girls, again, those figures are from 20EA Insights. Uh, do check them out. If you've got any issues with the stats, give them a call. Let's go back for the final word for Ian McKenzie. Now, again, Ian, you are a fantastic estate agent you run an 800 branch network you have the finger on the pulse what's your final thoughts for the estate and letting agents and data geeks watching this with the stats that we've seen today
1: um i think that uh you you really need to look at your marketing strategy so i think the point that you made chris cash flow is poor first quarter and i get it it's difficult but when you first set up your agencies you didn't have any cash flow because you had a zero pipeline and you backed yourselves. So now is the time to back yourself again, because the data is showing that the market has recovered from trustonomics. We've had the whole of the first quarter from a cash flow perspective. So invest in your future, but be very very careful about how you invest. Invest in the right way. Don't waste money. Use data to go over after the right types of property in the right locations uh, from a sales and rental perspective and generate leads. But what's good but what is the point of generating leads if you then just don't deal with the leads then make sure you've trained and nurtured your staff and your colleagues to convert those leads into business
0: ian thank you for your time today i'd like to invite you back in about a month's time uh you're always exceptional and uh, one of my favorite guests but i said up to everyone just so that everyone <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for uh watching this program we hope that has been of interest to you the all the slides are available to download for personal use on the youtube uh description write-up i like to say thank you again to the boys and girls at property industry i have put it putting our uh, uh video up there for, for the industry to see if you've got any questions comments please do If especially bad ones uh please put them into the youtube comments and uh thank you for watching thanks very much